your boy Birdman from the fifth floor. And it's your boy Luna, King Luna first. And um, yeah, we gonna give the intro short because I did this like four times. <laughs> we joined here today by some by by two fellow kings. We're gonna introduce yourselves. It's your boy Sai from the Dad and Shit Podcast. It's your boy Nine Five from the Dad and Shit Podcast. Appreciate y'all for having us with you. So your your podcast is called Dad and Shit. Dadding and shit. Dadding and shit. So your yeah. podcast is dedicated to fatherhood. And some shit. Yeah. And some and shit. Yeah. Yeah. The, That's kind of fire. Oh, wait, that, I, that this, this is the podcast I was telling you about. The, that, that shit, I said that was fire as fuck. I did the, they had the, the photo shoot where they was all holding babies. Was it? Yeah, 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 yo, yo, son, that was the. Bo- I said, yo, I did that. I don't even. I'm gonna keep it on. I don't even listen to my podcast. But I said, no, nah, I gotta listen to this shit because this is gonna be like one of the dopest perspectives that I feel like the culture needed. This is like I ain't gonna hold y'all. I don't know if anybody else has done that, but this is something that the culture. I, this is the first to my knowledge that the culture I, I, definitely I appreciate needed. That. That's, that's all yeah, your idea? Yeah, Yo, King, that was right. the, that is. I appreciate that. because my boy Steve, that's not here, couldn't make it today. That was his idea for the- um, It's for y'all, right? Yeah, okay. It's for of us, yeah. Other two couldn't make it. But Steve's idea was for the photo shoot for babies. And he, he said the idea and- it, Somebody it bought it into like Yo. all y'all babies though. That's all y'all. That's that's all my. That's all ours. Uh, 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 well, we know. We know about. We know about. Nigga said that took it to y'all. Ain't got no explanation oh, on that one. You know, he's a one way ticket. Fake name anyhow. Raul. He said they don't know I'm really Haitian. I saw that on my Instagram. So I say, yo, like really shit like that. Don't even like. Everybody's a new podcast. New podcast. I get it. It's a podcast ever right about now but that really caught my attention like yo i'm definitely gonna support this shit. i think i i think i actually retweeted it because the one of the guys i follow we follow each other but i didn't tag the podcast i think i tagged him when probably, i saw that probably shit. steve because because actually because oh shout out to y'all too because when we when we get an idea together we was cooking up in the crib and stuff like that we like we need somewhere to do with that because you know, sometimes it take a lot of work to get everybody together at somebody's one crib all yeah. the time. So it was like, yo, make somewhere central for the time being. And my man hit you, and you was like, yo, the studio, we like, all right, say less. Oh, tell, oh, make sure you tell, yo, preach, you hear that? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, okay, right. oh, it's him, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 and I gave you all the info, yeah, so okay. So preach, like, preach, so preach is clutch, you know what I'm saying, he shout out to him, and you know, every time we come through, we show nothing but love. We got the time. Everything's clean, ready to rock and roll and all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. So, okay, I remember yeah. I, I remember that conversation. I didn't know it was for this, though. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Look at I mean, me. You couldn't drop the jewel. Like, yo, we go. I'm yeah, that's that. Just give us a little case. Nah, nah, that, that was, this is definitely. Yeah, but now, when we show, we show. I, mean, I appreciate that because a lot of times, this, you know how black people be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Captain like, don't worry about where I'm at. It's like, come listen, on, like, nah, fuck all like, that shit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm not doing what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. I'm just trying to get something done. There's a million podcasts. It ain't gonna be mine's. It ain't gonna be yours. And it ain't gonna be the next that's, man's. That's, Everybody that's, got that's a different great. perspective to bring into the game right about now. And 100%. shout out to all the black creators and innovators who stepping into this platform. Right. It's time to get these white people up out of this shit. It's all time now. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. We and need we, white sponsors. Please give me that money. Seen, Jesus like, um, Christ. A lane like that talks about like like right now what it is to be like a dope. Like that, like right, you know what I'm saying? Like I've never, you don't, never, you don't get I've it. never, bro. And so, like so, um, in June I had my my first son, and so I started like just vlogging. I, I wanted to record every moment, you know. Back Dope. in the day, dads had video cameras and whatever. Yeah. Now you I'm got like, phones. Yo, yeah, you know, if it was 20 years ago, I would have had that shit too. Wow. I was like, yo, I want to get this because I'm like, like these are things that people can't get back. You know, just yeah. just chilling in the crib, whatever's going on, the baby kicking, and 
all of us recently are recent fathers, except one of my, one of my other men, which is great because he gives that dichotomy of like experienced fatherhood. Dope. So you get that dope balance. Yeah, he the yeah. vet, so he could give he us some OG dad. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know? Here's the craziest thing about that too. I don't even know if y'all even realize this shit. Y'all had babies in the pandemic. Yeah. So y'all are... No, I'm the only one. Oh, you're the only yeah, one. one who, my okay, son was so, born in June last year. Yeah, that's so what... So, was, yeah, my, oh, it was... Okay, 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 cool. So you had a baby in the pandemic. So y'all are now being... You're introduced to fatherhood where you literally got to spend all your time with young bull. Like, this is yeah. your... You have no choice but to be involved. You couldn't even be in fucking... You are really turning into a Philly nigga. Because I kiss that young bull. <laughs> you are really turning... You I said that in your actual <laughs> vocabulary. Like, yo, this nigga, you really got to chill with this young bull. I mean, like, I've been saying, I've been saying oh bull for years, God. though. I've been yeah. Ever since me dropped. But, um, you feel me? You really got to spend time with him. It's like right about now. You can't even. Dude, you can't even be a a a a, a, a absentee dad because where you gonna go? Yeah. Yeah. I'm stuck. It's, 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 it's a pandemic. But it's crazy. So make sure everybody you know tune into that podcast. Mm-hmm. We talk about a lot of those things because like like the career path that I chose like like I had no choice but I had to work through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know having to be at work, be safe, come home, be clean, yeah. be my you know my 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 fiance being pregnant and then. Having to be with the hospital, and even still now, like you go home, you gotta be clean. So a lot of that we we talk about, and and it's it's new. Like it's, who 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 in your life you know had to deal with a pandemic? That's crazy. You <laughs> like, like how scared oh were you though when you Bro, like, like I know because like especially with sanita- sanitation and, it, and it's, cleanliness, it's like, like I don't even know how to describe it. It's like I couldn't even imagine. It's you you like it's different when you like in the street you gotta fight somebody mm-hmm. or you got beef with somebody like you like, you know what you are targeting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can't see COVID you can't yeah. you can't like you could do but so much and even when you do as much as you can people still get it and like people was dropping dead like yeah. flies like like the company I work for you know we the only company that powers New York City but like we gotta go set up generators for hospitals and there's trucks oh, and dead bodies. Like, bodies. like, so you see that and you're like, damn, that's crazy. I gotta work, but I still I got a family to go home. Mm-hmm. And I gotta have a, I gotta bring a new life into the world as this is going on. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, it's like, mindfuck is not, like, not even the word. Like, so it definitely was, but you know, God is great. And you know, my, you know, family and everything. And you just, you know, you gotta, at the end of the day, you gotta hold it down. And you know, that's a lot of what we talk about on our podcast, you know, the ins and outs of those situations. and. Dealing even we we still in it. Yeah, yeah we still in it. We're still in oh, it. Yeah. It's, it may be lightened up for and mentally we like. I feel like as New Yorkers, we just really just said, "Yo, fuck it, fuck it, it's done." <laughs> it's really like, I feel like we got yeah. over it. We yeah. all, like we really just yeah. so I, we do our own thing. We really do our we own. Like, like yo, we like, we I, we I said it's done. Like, we outside. We outside. We outside. No. Listen, I said it, it's it done. Sixty but degrees. You're cold. You're doing. You're doing. It's nice outside. Ain't boogie left a shorty. We on outside. Sixty degrees outside. There's no, there's no pandemic. Yeah, there's no yeah, pandemic. It's right. I'm keeping them all up for brunch. I, I swear, COVID was on pause last summer. <laughs> I swear. Because you, know you remember, it said it died in the heat. Allegedly. You know what it was for me? Because last summer was my son's first summer being here. My son was born in 2019, September. Okay. So, okay. like, that's 2020 summer was like his first summer. And I'm like, damn, I can't do nothing because shit. Can't bring him to the park. Yeah, I can't. This is yeah, first. You know, I want to be outside with him in the park and whatever, whatever, yeah. you know? But we, well, I mean, we we still, you know, we went to a water park real oh, quick at the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm always got to do something. I'm like, nah, yeah. I'm like, we got to protect ourselves and like, yeah. you no, know, we gonna still go out and get this this memory. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, this water park when you just it was COVID. We was out here wild. This is worth this is twenty times as many points. We was out here wild. You hear me? We was wilding. All right, boom, boom. So, um, all right, cool. So. 
your podcast pretty much focus on like fatherhood and other stuff as well. You feel me? But that's really the I kind of it was kind of like crazy. I just stumbled upon it. Um, we tried to originally do this episode um, a minute ago, but we didn't actually. I actually couldn't get the people that I wanted to do it, and I just scrapped it. So I said, yo, like, nah, I really feel like I, I, really, I had a conversation with my cousin. Like, you know what? Nah, I really got to get this. I got to get this episode off. And I'm on the gram. That I just see y'all. I'm like, wait, that and shit. I mean, well, damn, well, if this ain't a sign from God, I don't really know what is. You feel me? So um, pretty much, though, I wanted to touch on a couple things. So um, I kind of feel, we got to call a spade a spade, man. I feel like as of lately for the last couple of years, for a, a long time now, I feel like dads don't really get a, a lot of credit. Like Last that. couple years? Decades. <laughs> All right. Beginning of the time. Okay, you feel me? I feel like dads don't really get enough credit. I feel like not just not taking anything away from mothers. I'm not saying you guys don't deserve. You guys don't deserve. Yeah, you everything that you get, you're entitled to. Father's Day, we got a fucking JC Penny commercial <laughs> for I more just, tools. I just kind of feel like there's a lot of things, man, that dads have to like prime example. You said, you know, your wife being pregnant, you know what I'm saying? Giving birth. Also, you know, some ladies suffer from postpartum. As a guy, you got to hold. You feel me? For real, for you got you got to hold. You got to hold. You got to hold that. Now you got to take care. You got to make sure she's good and the little one is good. Not to mention your own health or whatever the case may be. So let's let's dive into that. What are some things about fatherhood that you feel like? Now that you guys are dads, some things that like you're you're doing that like you don't feel dads probably really get a, a lot of credit for. Um, I think a lot of it is like the everyday stuff that that men in general do and mm-hmm. as fathers that we do right yeah so like like in my household so we both work we both work full-time mm-hmm. but the way that my schedule works is that you know like I'm when I work for like two and a half three weeks those hours that I put in equals most people's like five weeks oh you do so when I'm hours. off I'm out yeah so it was like you know like like I cook because I, I I enjoy cooking like if I didn't have to work I'll be a race car driver or a chef that's a nah, that's, that's, that's me. You said a race car driver or chef. <laughs> like, that has to be a oh, chef. Do be the nigga wilding on the southern state. Got okay, you. got it. You know? Definitely got you. So, like you know, just things that dads naturally do, right? Like, like I cook. Like I more so do the grocery shopping. Like when my son is home, like I want to make sure, like you know, if he's bath time, like I want to be a part of bath time. You know, mm-hmm. it, you know, I have a daughter too. So my fiance, you got two kids. Yeah. So my fiance, when I met her, she had a daughter. So our daughter now is 14. Okay. And my son is eight months. Okay. And so raising her from six to now, so I've been part of her life way more than she's been alive anyhow, so that's my child. And just just everyday stuff, right? You know, helping with homework, being there all the time. You know, know, I saw this tweet like like a week or so ago and they was like, oh, dad is always calling the mother like, what size he wear? Where, where's his insurance card? Cause I don't know. That kind of stuff. It's like, like that's for me. It's like that's regular stuff. Like I got yeah. my son's insurance cards in my pocket. Like mm-hmm. I know what size my kids wear. I know what they do like or they don't like. I know what they need when they when they need it. Like, oh, they need X, Y, and Z. I know where to get it from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times I feel like it's worse now because of social media. Because social media now puts everything in front of everybody's face yeah. and they clown on it and they joke on it. Mm-hmm. But it's something that's been going on from the beginning of time, right? Like yeah. man, yo, just go home, get bread. Come home, get your meal, and you know, and just chill. And it's really not that though. Like mm-hmm. me growing up, I was very fortunate. My father was in my life up until he passed away. Mm-hmm. So take your kids to my pop. My pops took us to the park. You know, mm-hmm. my pops. You know, made sure we you know we knew things. How many we, siblings you had? 
There's four of us. There's four y'all? Yeah. You taking care of all four y'all? There's yeah, four of us. That's a real nigga. That ass. Because I'm telling you, all right, I'm going to take this two on Saturday. You take that two on Sunday. We're going to rotate. But, gonna rotate. Okay. That's, that's, but that's, that's where it stemmed from. For me, that's where it stemmed from. Like, my father was a pit of me. Like, I am, like, if my father was here, me and him was like, I'm like cookie cut of who he was. And wow. he taught me those life lessons. Like, at the end of the day, like, you handle your business as a man, regardless of where you at, but you, your family is always first. Mm-hmm. And he, we never, like, we wanted shit. Like, yeah. I ain't have no Jordans and that kind of stuff growing up. But as an adult now, I realize, like, why? Because it's four, y'all. <laughs> That's a fact. It's four of us. You got about four Brent 11s. Excuse me? Shit. Over. Listen, man. We're making, four raffle tickets. Man, we making two trips to pay less on Junction in a year. Jeez. We making it Shout work. Shout out R.I.P. to the Payless on Junction. That's a fact. So, like, you you know. know. So, me, I feel, like, the whole, like, that don't get credit for is, mm-hmm. like, we, we don't get, like, nobody cares. They really about, don't. They really cares. don't. So, so it's like, yeah. really, I get the woman. Women, they do their thing. Like, I'm not taking no credit for the woman. The woman is, like, giving birth is, like, a crazy process. Like, just to see it, like, be there, like, yo, this shit just came out. We like, jam our fingers playing like, ball and we ready to go to the road. Meet your man. You gotta relax. But just me personally, like, my lady, after giving birth, I'm like, damn. Like, I, I sat there in the hospital and saw the pain and, like, Damn, like I'm I, not I going back in there again. Better you than me. You're a strong person. Yeah. Yeah. But now on the flip side, like I'm not taking nothing away from them. But it's like after that, it's like us as fathers and men, we are the ones that gotta deal with the woman. We gotta support you. We gotta be there for you mentally, emotionally, stuff like that. But it's like that gets swept under the rug. It's like they go, the women go through what they go through, cool. But it's like we we gotta go through that with you. So it's like it's probably like on an emotional tip. But it's mm-hmm. like it made you can't be too emotional. You, you, you gotta be the strong rock. Cause she, you can't fold. Cause she going through what she going through emotionally. Cause she gave Cause once a woman gets a baby, like they, someone get insecure. Oh, my body. Oh, God, mm-hmm. I get back to this. Stuff like that. And like, you know, you gotta just, it's like, basically, whatever you was love and emotion you was giving prior to the baby, you gotta give that times 10. Mm-hmm. Double. And it's like, that postpartum don't like stop. Cause that could drag out. Like, it could be forever. Yeah. Uh, it, it could be forever, but like, Less get less a little bit out of Men, I'm telling you right now, just put ten thousand to the side for the BBL. And get it, <laughs> knock it out the fucking window. <laughs> do yourself a favor. Get the lipo three sixty. But, but even even if they do do that, they would still have insecurity issues even after they go with their body. Then. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's really like I'm mean, the parents just changed, but inside you still probably be hurting. Mm-hmm. You still hurting because mm-hmm. some example, another example, say like the woman get epidural, right? Uh-huh. It's, it's a known fact that most of the epidural they have issues later in life. Lower like, back problems. Problem, Lower back, back mm-hmm. problems. So like you can get your body, but you still at night you dealing with this kind of pain. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's that's something you can't change. Like it just it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I feel like probably one of the um, you have, do you feel like when it comes to um postpartum depression, one of the things it can also be is like they feel like they lost that. Cause I had a big I, I had a big discussion on my Instagram and it was like it was basically saying. Do you feel like women with kids? Do you do you are you gonna put women with kid? And if you're in the dating scene, are you gonna treat a woman with a child on the same plateau as a woman without a child? You feel me? Like, would you look at? Are you judging them the same when you're dating? So, do you feel like postpartum depression? One of the things that comes into play is that they feel like they lose that. Not only that that they they may not lose that 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 lusty vision with mm-hmm. their man, but society. 
now looks at them as less of a like, like oh, they, you a mom. Like, like they stop. Like, like they stop drop. Because not everybody can be Bernice. You can't be a. That's a fact. You yeah, can't be but a, if you a got the bag, bottle, you can girl. be if you want yeah. to. That's what I'm saying. But I feel when it comes to that stuff, right? So mental health in general mm -hmm. is something that is very overlooked in in our society. Do you think so? Still, hundred yeah, percent. Because yeah, yeah. I feel like, like me personally, I feel as though with when it comes to mental health, right now I look at it as two ways, right? Mm -hmm. Either it's never really addressed still, especially in our minority communities. Mm -hmm. And when it is addressed, it's put out as like, like a gimmicky almost. People be like, hey, look, I'm in, I'm in therapy. I'm, I'm good. See. You know, but it's like, yeah. nah. But it's like sometimes people like, no, like, like I've gone to therapy, right? And the reason I, I ended up going to therapy was I lost my father in 2016, right? Mm -hmm. And so, I'm sorry, 2015. So when I lost my father... I was the man of my family. Like, if it was a kingdom, like, mm -hmm. I became next in line to be king, yeah. right? So I never had an opportunity to grieve. I didn't know what that was. Mm. And How that, old were you at the time your mom you asked him? Uh, I think it was 27. Damn, you was, okay. So I, I didn't know what it was to grieve. I just, all I knew was, yo, the, the, he died. We knew it was coming. We were there with him. He died. I bet, no problem. Let me go handle this. I'm going to go, same night, let me go to the funeral home. Let me go handle this. Come home. Do I got to do? And it was just about business. I got to take care of my mom. I got to take my sister. I got to take my family. There was never, there was no lane for a man to grieve. And I think that's one of the stereotypes is like you were touching on with fathers, right? In terms of feelings, there's no lane for a man to feel no way. It's like, yo, you got to shut up your boots and get it done, mm -hmm. bro. It's like, don't, don't shut up about it. Just get it done. That's your job, period. Mm -hmm. So when that happens, men have a lot of things that we deal with on a relative basis, right? When we go out in the street, like, even tonight, right? We can go out. We can be walking down the street. Mm -hmm. Somebody could run upon us and be like, yo, what's good? That's a different type of element we in. It's, it's, it's yeah. go time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, women do have the things that they deal with when they go on the street, being harassed, there's rape, there's sexual harassment, all those kind of things. Abduction. But the things that men deal with, like, if I was going to go home right now, I'm going to walk into my car, somebody trying to run down on me, an altercation happened, I'll make it home. When I get home, Hey, babe, how was tonight? Y'all was cool. Yo, dad ass. You know, you could know. Yo, you know what I'm saying? But now you tight and you just sitting here like. It's not even that I'm saying. Yo, dad ass. Men have been bred and society has shown us like, yo, like, you can't, like my man said, you can't fold. Like, you just, just do it, bro. Now I got a question for you. Do you feel like it's not more so of we don't have that outlet of grieving or being angry or anything like that. Or as being a black man, especially being a black father, and you're seen as the, the what is it? It's the patriarch of the family, right? Or is it matriarch? What are those? Yeah, patriarch. Yeah, we know. Patriarch. You're we looking know. at the patriarch of the family. You're now the king of the kingdom. A lot of us haven't had a lot of kings in our kingdom, so we have no example of what it's- 100%. You know, so as a female, I don't know how to even digest what you're coming to me with. And I don't, and from all I see is from my brothers and from the niggas in the street, the anger and the testosterone, that's what I'm expecting you to bring home. This is what I'm expecting you to bring to me. So you coming to me with your problems and coming to me with your issues, nigga go handle it. I don't know how to, I don't know what it's like to take care of a man who's taking care of, I don't understand what it's like to take care of man who's taking care of the business the right it, way that is you have if you haven't experienced that, you can't, it's, it's hard. It, you but that's me? where the curveball come in at. Because like now, if you get put in a situation, you, I say dealing with somebody, whatever the situation is, is like you got to make it your business to be that person to fill, those, to fill that void. Mm -hmm. So, and that's where it comes super hard on you. Because for the woman's side, 
they look at it as like they don't see how you see it. They see it as if, oh, my father's like this, this, this. I expect you to be like this. When you come from the, probably the street or not, like me, I, I ain't have a father. My father died at a young age. Like, yeah. like I was an elementary type thing. So it was like I grew up not really having an active father in my life. So it's it's different. So you meet women, they be like, oh, well, my father, this, this, this. Like now I got to sit and and like, you know, I mean, just in general as a person in, like, in life, not like I'm doing that to make her for her. But it's like, damn, I, I don't, I don't know what that's like. Maybe I need to figure out what's, what, what that is really is, because mm-hmm. there's something I should need to know as in the life lesson, as if I want to grow and mature and you know be a whole new, better, better myself. So it's like you got to sit there and just be like, damn, like even though you probably don't want to respond to them, like the correct things to say to them, like without offending them, like like being insensitive to whatever it is, you got to sit there and sit back and just learn small steps by small steps on how to do that. And you might mess up a lot. You, you're going to, because you're not going to know. You're going to come and be like, oh, oh, but this. Oh, like, it'd be little stuff like, oh, you missed, you ain't do this, or whatever. And it's like, oh, oh, I had to. Oh, 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 I want the house. You didn't, oh, you didn't tell me where you was at. Oh, damn, I wasn't used. I didn't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not used to that. So yeah. it's like, now you're like, oh, all right. You got to see the, the mess ups and, like, kind of correct it later. Like, all right, this is what she complaining about. But that's all come with communication with, like, right. with people. But communication, the first part, is the comprehension also. You can communicate all you want, but they're not comprehending or you're on the same shit. page. It no. just doesn't. It's just stupid. You're just speaking for no reason. Right. So, like, once once, once you find yourself as a man and understand, like, this is the next level in life that I'm trying to tap into or trying to, like, better myself, it's not just you bettering for a, a woman or anybody else, a family. It's just you bettering yourself as a whole. Okay. So, it's like, once once you... But not, not every man gets that opportunity to do that. Some people's going to be stuck in their ways and not just that. They're not going to change I'm stuck in this hood mentality I'm stuck this is what I know that's it I feel like a lot of us in this ur- in, the, in, the, in, the, in the urban community you feel me we really we really are stuck in our ways yeah, like especially definitely. when you come from a certain when you cut from a certain club and you're not used to having you're not we're not conditioned to having our voices heard we're not conditioned to having mm-hmm. our emotion we're not we don't know how to translate our anger we've mm-hmm. never been taught how to translate our anger other than violence right. we don't know how to translate our anger other than confrontation mm-hmm. you feel me so as you go through the motions it's like this is all i literally this is all i know so this is all i can show mm-hmm. you feel me and it's like therapy has i don't want to go back to what he said he said i feel like therapy has really turned it's like a gimmicky thing, you feel a me? trending thing. It's a very trendy mm-hmm. thing, you feel me? And it's like, people don't really... I feel like people only take mental issue... I don't... To be honest, I don't even think people really take mental issues seriously. Those I, who I, do, don't talk about it like I don't that. think... Exactly. I feel like the only time... Exactly. I, sorry, because the only time I feel like people take mental health seriously is when unfortunate incidents happen, right? When, like, some say somebody's having a mental breakdown and... Somebody calls police and now they get killed or they get hurt. It's like, oh man, they had a mental issue. Let's let's, let's let, why we didn't send DHS? Why we didn't do this? Why we didn't do that? All that kind of stuff. But it's like, yo, you knew, Reactive. you knew Pookie around the corner had problems mm-hmm. all his life. He was not all, since he was a little boy. He wasn't all the way there. There was something going on. Let's not address it. Or if they do address it, it's for a check. And like, I oh, feel- we can get SSI extra on him. Yo, yeah. let's go ahead and run that. Mm-hmm. So you don't, they don't say nothing to you. You know what? I don't know what you said. I feel like that's something that we all need to work on, and even including myself. We have to normalize helping people before it's too late. Yes. A lot of people, like you said, you like to, um, let's say let's say he coming to me and he's like, yo, 
I see, so let's say he got an issue at work, you feel me? I could have maybe helped him, but I said, I'm gonna do it later. But now he's about to get written up. It's like, well, then you ain't know that. Why you ain't asking me? You know what I'm saying? Let's or, normalize or, helping or, people for the suffering Not only that, right? So back to the, uh, kind of what you touched on, right? Mm. In our urban communities, like, he hits, you hit him up like, yo, listen, I'm on the job, and every time it's it's this, this, this. It's this, 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 right? Two parts, right? Us allowing ourselves to be vulnerable is like a no-no in the black community, right? Mm. Like, a man can't be vulnerable. You can't show no weakness. Mm. And also, too, is accountability, right? So if your man is at work and he's fucking up, it's like, yo, bro, you fucking up. But why? Have that conversation with him. Hold him accountable. Like, yo, talk about what, tell me what, you, like, you tell me everything your boss is doing, right? Mm-hmm. But you was late every day this week. Okay, talk talk to me about what's going on. Like, I'm here. I'm your man. Like, talk mm-hmm. to me. I'm going to talk to my mm-hmm. man. I'm, if you right, I'm going to tell you right. If you wrong, I'm going to fight with you in the streets. But behind the door, I'm going to let you know, like, you was wrong. We're going to have a conversation about it. And we could break it down and see what's really going on. Because I've had friends who've had, like, issues. And you're like, yo, what's wrong with this guy? Every time we out, there's a problem. Yo, say that shit again. And talking to that again. person, you realize, though, like, <laughs> yo, say this person that has again. issues at home. Like, yeah. they're not all the way good. So when they outside and they can find a target or they get a little liquid, liquid courage, they start targeting certain weak, weaker people and stuff like that to get that out. But Damn. people are afraid to talk about... People, people be afraid to talk about real shit. You, you know, know what it is? People aren't comfortable having uncomfortable conversations. At all. That's, that's really you want to We need to normalize It's that. crazy you even just said that because, damn, that just that just struck a nerve with me, you feel me? Because shit, definitely. Really. Like, um, years ago, you feel me? Especially when I was in college, you feel me? Like, I was off the fucking meter. Like, it's like I went to college to be, it's like I went to college to become a thug, like on some t-shirt. Like I really, we was, I was talking about this the other day on Twitter. We was really, when I tell you really thugging and bugging in college, I'm talking about shootouts, robberies, kicking in dorms. No, for no reason. I'm talking drugs. I'm talking about we was bugging the fuck out. And after a point in time, even years before that, I started realizing like people didn't really want to be around me like that because I was really, um... I was very, I want to say the right word without saying the wrong words. I was very. Dickheadish? No. I, oh, my fault. God damn it. God. I was just, I was with it. I was with it. I was, I was definitely. You was on edge. I was with it. You was on edge. But I was yeah. on edge for no reason. No, no, excuse me. I was, I was, I was on, on edge at that time for no reason. Mm-hmm. But as I dig, as I deep, dig deep down. You I could, know what the reason was. I knew what I know what the reason was now. It's mm. because I always felt like all my life, always people have always tried to try me. People have always tried to try me my entire life. Number one, it started because I had very long hair. I had very long hair. I had very bright skin. My whole life, everybody from from my growing up age, everybody thought I was a girl. You feel me? Because my <laughs> hair was so my hair was so long. I had very feminine features. They thought I was a fucking girl. You feel me? That's so bothers you. Like, you feel me? It started from there, like everybody trying me. Then I had glasses, and then I had it was just a whole. And then I had I was fat. It was just a whole bunch of shit of everybody trying me. So like, instead I ain't of no more, I'm so instead of becoming a cop, fuck that. Instead of becoming a cop, I wanted to fuck niggas up. I wanted to. I ain't gonna hold you. That 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 was a better choice though. You feel, yeah, that was, yeah. That, was, that was a better choice. A better choice. If I would have became a cop, it would have been, been, been a whole. Y'all <laughs> niggas would have had hell to pay. You feel me? You feel me? All right, but so it was it, it was a lot of it was a lot of shit that 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 now that I, when I sit back and think about it, it was like fuck. I really had no. I really had no. No. So, so let me let me ask you a question real quick, right? So, at that age, college, you 
18, that's, 21, that's 22 age. Nah, bro. Oh, sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm young. I got I got skipped. I started college at 16. Mm, okay, okay, so, so that's probably even worse, right? Yeah. Now, <laughs> you, so now, now it's, it's great because you were smart enough to get skipped. So now you're at a younger age in an older mm-hmm. environment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So imagine, all right, you 16, 17, 18. Imagine somebody, how old are you now? 26. All right, imagine somebody 26 who's on the block, who knows a little something. What I'm saying, and he was taught a little bit about mental health, and he would have called you to the side like, "Yo, you 16 in college, my man? Fuck are you what doing, you bro? Do <laughs> like a fucking clown." Because think about this, yo. Martin Luther King was 15 in college. You 16 in college and dealing with this environment, so you don't feel like the shit you doing is bugging out. Why are you doing this, bro? And imagine you would have told him what you just told us, and he would have been like, "Ah, right, yo, listen, bet if anybody try to play you." I got you. And then just to make sure you can nah, I mean, go to school, do your thing. I'm not saying that your life is any worse or better now. You, you got only God knows. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying there are people in positions who wild out at such a young age because they didn't know no better or they didn't have anybody to show them better There's or no, even no just direction. talk to them. And they in the ground now because they just want to talk about the it. The crazy part about it is, bro, I'm going I'm to keep this is my first time ever going to say this out loud, bro. My whole entire life. I always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> I was infatuated with gangster shit. I was, shit was, infa- cool. was, I was infatuated with gangbang. I'm talking about from a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm to- mm-hmm. like from the time I was. What grade was I when I was in? I was in at um Flatbush SDA. I probably say. I probably say since I was like seven years old, I knew I was just gonna be crazy. <laughs> like me and my man, me and my son Jonathan, we just knew we was crazy. That's it, don't matter. That's it. That's it. it. That's matter. all we knew. It's crazy from a kid. This is all I knew. <laughs> and growing up, all I ever wanted to be was a gangster. I glorified gangster. I love gangster shit. You mm. can ask me about any any gangster from now to the 1930s, bro. I can mm. give you a whole fucking documentary on it. Mm-hmm. I studied this shit. I love the life, bro. I don't know what it is, what it was in me, <laughs> but I was always smart. At the end of the day, on the flip side, I was always smart. Mm-hmm. I came from, and I was always a leader. So that's what always t- like deferred me away from it. You feel me? It was like, I can't go follow this I'm shit. I'm my own I man. Am, I mean. You feel me? I love the life. I love that shit, but I'm a gangster on my own terms. I'm a gangster on my own stance. You feel me? So... When I got so when I got to college, it was really more so. I, it was happening. It was happening way before college. That's f- first things first. It was happening way before. college. But I was more calm and more subtle about it. You but feel me? It was college. Was like I'm who away. Need, who needed to know? Needed to know yeah, that right, I, that right, it was right, really right. on. It was really that timing with me. Mm-hmm. When I got to college, I got I had something to prove because I was in Texas. I'm from New York. Oh, y'all niggas gonna know yeah, I'm OT, from New York. Yeah, I was yeah, OT. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yo, y'all niggas. Gotta hold it down. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, was, I, was, I, went to, I went to school OT too, so I understand. You feel me? So it's like, y'all niggas gonna know. Bro, I got all of these tattoos just to Why let niggas, niggas know niggas I'm from New York. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how much I fucked my life over. My car insurance was supposed to be $20. Mm. But I had to change my license to a Texas license. I said, fuck that. I'm keeping my New York license. Hundred and seventy-five dollars, my ass. I don't give a shit. That's crazy. I was that ignorant, bro. I had something to prove when I was out there. You yeah. feel me? And mind you, my father—I won't say my father. My father hasn't been. He wasn't out my life, but he wasn't always in my life. He—he he, it was like very sporadically. You feel me? And but my father has taught me a lot of life lessons. You feel me? A lot of things that. Who your dad? Huh? Nigga, dumb. That that I've walked. That I've gone through with life. You feel me? And. 
One of the biggest, you know, just being like being a man completely and standing on your own too. And when I got to college, it was like, yo, bro, you really got to be a man and stand on your own too right there. Mind you, my father lived out in Texas. But it's like, nah, you really got to thug it out. And then you met other like-minded niggas who was from the hood. And it's like, I met my, my niggas from Cali like, oh, bro, you thugging and bugging too? Okay. <laughs> yeah, come over here. Come join that, bro. Oh, y'all thugging and bugging too? Oh, it's, it's late. You feel me? I was always cool, but it's what you that what you said. Sorry to get on track. You triggered me with that shit when you said, "Yo, why this nigga weird? Why this nigga acting like that?" Because people was really looking like, "Yo, why this?" They used to call me Brooklyn. Like, "Yo, why this nigga Brooklyn?" Why Yo, they call me Brooklyn in PA too. That's bad funny. Like, <laughs> Whenever you from Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was like, "Yo, why this nigga? Why this nigga bugging out like so this? This nigga is wild." You feel me? Because I'm I'm out there on the campus, and it's just like I just had a nasty aura about me, and it's like we'll go to party. I'm not, I'm like I'm not going. To, I'm not going to the party. Why are you not going to the party? Can I bring my gun in the party? No, you cannot bring your gun in the party. I'm good. Then I'm not going in the party. The fuck is wrong with this kid? We're 17 and 18. It's a party, bro. Nah, I'm not going. I'm still. In, I was still stuck in the mold. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then people was really asking, like, to pulling other people to the side, like, what's wrong with dude? Can't be around that. We can't even. What's, what's good with this nigga? Like, we can't even. I can't fuck with you, bro, because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what type of beef, you feel me? And then as I started getting older, I started, and I started calming down, I started seeing myself moving like that with other people. Oh, yeah. I don't even want to go out with you, because, bro, yeah. I don't know like, who you got to go out with you, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, bro, when you said that, that shit struck a Shout out to my nigga Glenn, yo. Anytime I went out with my nigga, yo, this nigga tried to get us to shoot up a basketball, a church basketball game. What? He tried to hit a nigga in the head with a brick in the middle of church. Glenn... You gotta relax. <laughs> you gotta relax. <laughs> you gotta relax. He so was yo, wild. Yeah. So look, nice. so I got I got a question for you, right? You said something that was interesting. So you say you have two kids. You feel me? One is fourteen. One is like eight months. So you say you was in um, the young lady's life from you said like six, six to fourteen. Yeah. So my question to you is for what? So what? One, what is that like? It's like one, yeah. you you you're being introduced to fatherhood and to be raising a young lady. You know that's kind of a. It's kind of like a, a culture shock for us. So, like, now that you are where you are in life, what advice would you probably give to, like, new fathers that are probably raising young ladies or maybe people who probably are entering the same situation that you entered in? Because so, I know that's a little different. All right, so, so, so the first one first, right? So in terms of, like, so when I met my fiance, right, mm-hmm. um, so I, I knew she had a kid off of it. But yeah. for me, at the time, I, I was I was I was out singles summertime. I was like, I ain't oh, care. Listen, yeah. listen, man, I'm outside. Man. I gotta, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm lit, man. I don't gotta worry about no bread. I'm good. I got my own crib. Like, like, yeah. what's up? But getting to know her, talking, vibing out. You're like, yo, like it's it's something something a little deeper here, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. So we pursue that, and you know we get to working together, and you know making it happen. But she, you know, she was very smart and protective, just as a mother should be. She was just like, "I'm not gonna mention you meet my daughter off rip," mm-hmm. which I respected because it's like, I don't know what this is gonna be. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I, f- I feel as for the most days of the week, I'm a stand up individual, you know, and you know, having a conversation with her and talking about it and stuff like that. And so as she and I, you know, started to build, you know, she became somebody who, like, I could lean on with certain things. I feel like at the end of the day, like, no matter how tough men have to be outside, sometimes you want to come home to something a little bit softer. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes, all the time. It's a <laughs> no, fucking yeah, yeah, I'm about to cry right here. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm like, like nobody. The reason, I, the reason I say sometimes is because, the reason I say sometimes is because sometimes, 
You need your lady to be just as tough as you. You need your lady to be, yo, I'm outside, we gotta roll out. Bro, my shorty's DMX. But you need, I'm saying, you need that, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you don't want a shorty that you just walk all over all the time. Mm -hmm. You need a shorty who's gonna check you, let you know when you're right, when you're wrong, mm -hmm. and different, you know what I'm saying? And she was that for me. And like, like I mentioned before, my, my father passed, she was there with me. Like My whole family was in the hospital bed. I was holding my father's hand, her hand was on my shoulder. So she dealt with me with like, there was days when I had to take him to treatment. Like I would work 6 a.m., get home, take him to the hospital, leave Steve in the hospital, leave from the hospital, go home. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They ain't see the family for a week because I'm just handling that. But she was like, home was taken care of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she held it down. And so now with her daughter meeting me, you know what I'm saying? Sweet little girl. What, you know, what, what, kids, what can kids do really do wrong? Spill milk? But um, I always looked at it like, you're not my dad! <laughs> <laughs> Funny you say that because I, that's always been something that, and it's still sometimes in the back of your head, you right? Think about because it. as they get older, you know, girls develop and they get their own sense of personality, their own personal personalities and stuff like that. So growing up with her in the beginning, it was you know it was sweet. You know, they would come by me sometimes or stay by them or whatever. And we just started building that bond really, really well to the point where like you know like you and her. You talking about you and her building that bond? Yeah, me okay. and my daughter building yeah, that bond yeah. because the mother allowed us to do that. Okay. So mm -hmm. like it, I end up you know I'm, I'm emergency contacts on her stuff. I have her whatever you know if I get off work before my fiance, I pick her up from daycare or after school program, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So in the very beginning, it really wasn't something. That was difficult. I just, you just had to be mentally prepared to know, like, you know that you're getting in a relationship with a plus one. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, but it's not a surprise to you. It's not like you take your shorty out, you show up to the restaurant, and she's with her homegirl, you gotta pay for two people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. You know, so for me, it wasn't, it wasn't really that difficult. Mm -hmm. And so now, raising a young lady, I have to be very meticulous and mindful with a lot of things, right? Like, I'm one, like, when I'm in the crib, like, if I don't have to have, like, a shirt on, like, I really won't, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm home. But you understand, like, you know, when she's six, seven years old, it's different versus when she's, you know, coming to her womanhood. Yeah. And, like, that's mm -hmm. something, too. Like, when she first came into her womanhood, like, I went to the store, I bought mad snacks, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I, I help my lady help her celebrate that, understand, like, it's not to be demonized. Like, this is a good thing that yeah. you're learning mm -hmm. to be a young lady, you know what I'm saying? So you can have the snacks, you can have whatever, whatever you want to feel, whatever. And she's a super sweet girl, too. Like, you know, she helps my son, or her, which is her brother. She helps out, all that kind of stuff. But I know what it is to be a young 14-year-old boy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, and like, no, like people don't know where I stay at, but I'm from Flatwood. I'm from Junction. Like, I know Gangsta. what it's like to Gangsta. be outside. There you go. So you're from I, Canarsie, bro. So, <laughs> yo, Canarsie, bro. You really get so, tight with that. I, and, and so, like, when she started going to school by herself in like seventh grade, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it was cool because everybody knows me outside, you know. And she started going to like, the charter school, so she go a little further. And now she's a freshman in high school, so she stayed home for this year because of you know, COVID and everything. But I have real conversations with her. I'm like, yo, listen, dudes is gonna say this, 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 and this. Like, guys are gonna try everything under the sun. They're gonna do this, that, and the third. The but I also understand that <laughs> kids are so much smarter. I feel like she's way smarter than I was at her age. I just mean, in yeah. life, because yeah. you can talk to them and they will understand like what you're saying. She, she, she processes I what I'm telling her. I say you too. Let's say you too. Yeah. Okay. So it's 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 very. As they get older, it gets easier in some ways and harder in others because mm -hmm. it becomes more mentally challenging because it's like, where's her head at? You know, mm -hmm. what's going on? It's cool because mm -hmm. now she's home. She's home on psych and solitary. She ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but when she is outside, she's young, she's pretty, she has nice mm -hmm. hair. We dress her nice the same way as us. 
So we want to make sure that she understands what's going on outside. Mm-hmm. But I also give her real boyish ways. Like, yo, when you're outside, mm-hmm. don't be having your iPhone all out. Don't be having this, that, and the third all out. You know what I'm saying? And just mm-hmm. doing, my, doing the best that I can to school her on what it's like to be, like, how to be a young lady, mm-hmm. but also how to keep your eye open because mm-hmm. niggas is going to try you. Yeah. But as soon as they do, let me know because yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's over. It's so, over for that. So I was talking to my cousin. Um, y'all, y'all, watch, y'all watch sports? Y'all watch basketball? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So, so um, <laughs> there's a there's a player named Jason Tatum, right? He played for the Celtics. Yeah, I just seen him last night. It was Wilder. So um, he's emerging into. Yeah, he did. He, did. Cool. he definitely did. Shout out to Barry. But you know he's a, he's a young superstar. Whatever the case may be. So um, they did like a special on him. You feel me? And um, in the special, they was pretty much highlighting his mom, saying his mom was a single mom. She raised him. She did such a tremendous job raising him. Go through school. Go to the NBA, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And then my cousin highlighted something to me. She goes, yo, one, um, she wasn't a single mom. You feel me? She's like, she got married, and the stepfather was in his, his life, and his biological father's been in his life his entire life. They have a good relationship, mm. you feel me? So it's kind of like, why do we kind of just use, like, do you feel that society uses relationship status to kind of deem if you were a single mom or not? And is that justified? Or that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is the definition the of a single mom? Yeah, that's my thing. I, I, I never understood what a single mom is. Like, cause mm-hmm. I, you hear people say it, mm-hmm. but to me it's like, if you're a single mom, that I just feel like the father's not around in whatever, no form of fashion at all. Mm-hmm. You doing everything yourself. Yeah. Like that's a single mom. But, but if, if the dad is there- You're a mom who's single. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Right. It's, it's, right. A, it's exactly. a difference. It's just your Yeah, I think single mom, it just, it just flows better. I thought single mom- I think it's mom, just like, I, I, yeah, I have I a question thought, mm-hmm. real quick. Do you feel like the fact that they were Sort of celebrating the story of like him coming up with a single mom. It's for like stop. It sounds better. It's, 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 it's a better underdog story. So, yeah, shit on the dad and how, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but look, but watch this now. Fuck? I'm gonna flip it. Now, when like LeVar Ball, yo, they, that, bro, that, that family's not. He it, don't get enough not, credit. But hold yo, that's a fact. Once you get it, but look how they do that. To speak about LeVar Ball, they victimize him. They crucify him. He's too much. He's all for his family and his boys to be the, well, he the got best three kids to the NBA. It might bro. be nobody, his delivery. Nobody, like, that's it, some Black History Month shit. That's that's a that is, that is, like, that's the honor to it, is, it is his delivery. You know? It's his delivery it his with delivery. what he does. But they don't like that. They don't like, they don't that. like that. But at the end of the day, that's a, what you want him to be a. Oh, yeah, I'm just so happy that my yeah, son yeah, could have nah, made it to the NBA. Yeah, like, so, Mr. Nah, nah, he was 20 years old. That's 100% of the fact, right? So, kind of like not to digress too much. The society, really. Society does do that, right? So. They don't like to see upfront strong dads being mm-hmm. vocal. Mm-hmm. They want you they, like they shut up and dribble. They want you to shut up, pay the bills, and mind your goddamn business. Mm-hmm. And it's whack because like Lavar Ball, right? Yeah, his delivery is unorthodox because y'all not used to having a strong black man tell you mm-hmm. what time it is. Because it can't do. Because nine out of ten times, be better than Michael Jordan. Nine out of ten times, if a black man is telling a white person what time it is, they feel like it's gonna be some violence or some criminal activity. No, I'm letting you know, my three boys gonna be in the league. They're gonna do this, this, and this. When they do it, they're like, yeah. 
I don't know. They, that's they, why they, they try to give him the credit. Him. They don't want to give because him the credit. It's like, all. I'd rather shoot him down than give him the credit. Just give the man the credit. Give that man his he credit. Get, got mm-hmm. the own brand. He's, that shit, he's like, he started his own brand. Like, you hear, own you hear about like Steph Curry pops all the time. Like They be on the on TV fucking sucking them all because, like yeah, don't get me wrong. He, he raises kids well. He got two kids in the league or whatever kids mm-hmm. in the league, but he's not He wasn't as vocal out there. He's, he's, not, not, yeah. he's like, yeah, you know. You know, you know. But before we go any further, we have one more additional member to the conversation. Everybody clap for Miss Fleur who finally Finally made it here. OJ, thank you days. so much, Miss Fleur. Miss Fleur, we're gonna. I'm we're gonna, sorry, I apologize. A returning <laughs> guest, returning <laughs> guest, second appearance. But yes. um, before we go any further, so like, also, you know, also, you, you look at LeBron James. Everybody highlight how his mom's. You feel me? She did what she had to do. Right. But I feel. What about like Kyrie Irving pops? You feel me? Nobody mm-hmm. ever really talks about that. You know what I'm saying? And if y'all y'all don't know, Kyrie Irving's mom passed when he was mad young. Like I, I don't know how old, but real young. His pops did what he had to do. Something is private school. Went to St. Pat's. Went to Duke. First round draft pick. Successful athlete. Though whatever the case may be, stand up, outgoing young individual. But nobody never really talks about that. Why? Why are we not? Why are we not? I'm not saying I don't got no kids, but like, why are we not really getting the same traction and attention that these mothers is getting? Because it don't sound good on like like brother man said. It don't don't sound good on TV. That's some bullshit. Until you until you walling out. Like you bugging out. Yeah. Yeah, Then it's like, oh look, look at this angry black man. But right, look, Mm -hmm. look, look at this right. So when Kyrie has a situation where. He doesn't feel mentally ready for something, or back. he there's a just cause. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, what's wrong with this motherfucker? We paying you all this money. Shut up and dribble. Yeah. Just go out and do it. Like niggas don't call out of work. How dare you? How dare you? My nigga D Rose called out to see his son. D Rose didn't even call. He just disappeared. How dare you want to be? Uh, a more productive member in society and shine light on things. Mm-hmm. Shut up. This, what are you talking about? It all plays back to what you said in the beginning. Mental health is just a fucking gimmick trendy right about thing. now. It's a very it trendy thing until it has mm-hmm. to be until it has to be addressed. Like I use this for example, you feel me? So you know how people are um how we Mental health plays into a lot of different um, aspects in life, you feel me? So one of the biggest things that I like to use is, so, R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Feel me? R. Kelly, do you know the story of, like, how R. Kelly, how he, as a child, he over-sexualized his mother? Mm-hmm. You feel me? He was very overly sexualized of his mother, and he was very overly, he was overly sexualized, period, at a very young age. Mm-hmm. So now, mentally, his mind is conditioned. Mm-hmm. Warped. So yeah. It's warped into young Young, young. All he knows is youth. Mm-hmm. Our great, great Michael Jackson never had a childhood. So mentally, he tried to recuperate everything that he had as a child. When he was like four. When he was an adult. Mm-hmm. You feel me? In that mindset as an adult. Now, what I'm not, what I'm saying is, Michael Jackson, my man, was proved he was found not guilty. So there is no, there is no sexual allegations or any rape. And it would be no Mike Jack slander. But R. Kelly is standing trial for his shit. His shit is actually on video. Mm-hmm. Now, do we as a society say this man has a mental health issue and cope with him the same way we'll say who's somebody who's schizophrenic or somebody who has dementia? Or do we just look at him as a straight up pedophile? And rapists. They're gonna look at him if, as a. If gonna R. Hold him Kelly pa- wasn't R. Kelly, it would be that. He'll be a straight up pedophile and rapist. No, no, no. Wait, no, no. That's why they. That's why. Don't get me wrong. I am not condoning any such way any of his actions. But it's at the degree that it is because he's R. Kelly. Yeah. If R. Kelly was just a regular person. John John, who always lived at two forty two Irving. Mm-hmm. It would have been like, damn, yo, he, we know he was fucked up. We should have said something or whatever. Mm-hmm. We knew he was almost in the store buying these little girls. Oh, so you're saying you know it's because he's so that's why he's being labeled. Oh, okay, wow. No, that's why it's to the extent St- that it is 
Because if if R. Kelly was a white dude out of Cincinnati, Ohio, they would have got him psychologically evaluated. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's different. Hell so been something's different. going on. But because obviously he is R. Kelly, he's been in our face as a superstar. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, this at the end of the day, yo, don't get me wrong, yo. There's money to be made in a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So there's money to be made in getting these documentaries. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's money to be made in getting these victims to tell their story. There's money to be made in having these things constantly in the newspaper and the stories running and the articles and the photos and all that kind of stuff. Not to say what he did is not absolutely wrong, mm-hmm. but there are ways that people make things look a different way because of the dollar. So, but can I comment on what he said? Yeah. So... I feel like the difference between him and a white man is if that was a regular white man from the suburbs mm-hmm. and that happened to him, he they would offer him psychological help mm-hmm. because I feel like a white man is more willing to say, I have a mental issue. Ooh. R. Kelly never mm-hmm. said there was anything wrong with him. To this day, he's still saying there's nothing wrong with him mentally. Shit. He's still saying he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> he's point. still saying he's innocent. But mm-hmm. white people, when they know they did something messed I up- I fucked up! They do but, say, but, but. I, I, I was going through stuff, you know, can you guys give me some some help? But they also never did that. So, but but they also but they also know that's the right thing to say though. White people are not stupid. They know how to get up out that that jam. Like, yo, I'm a plea, I was crazy, oh, I was going. They know how to because they that that's just in life, they they learned and coached to, to do things like that. Us as like black people, we we don't really it's like Nah, Survive. I'm not I'm not having the defense mechanism. I'm good. We don't have the defense mechanism because I'm sure like there are there are people who are from more affluential uh, suburb suburbia where they might be like, yo, listen, if something happens, listen, call my dad. My dad knows somebody. Mm-hmm. Knows somebody here, you just like, damn, man. I hope we get better. Like, look at um, Khalid Browder, right? Yo, all of that for nine hundred dollars. You think that them white people in where West Orange, wherever they at, is not yeah. gonna get this boy out of jail for free? Go for me, mm-hmm. like this, boom. Think about it. Nine hundred and even grand larceny. You gotta be a thousand. It's gotta be a band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Son died over a petty larceny. Bullshit. I'm mm-hmm. not even gonna call it a suicide because my son was mentally off. He got fucked up. Mm-hmm. He died off of petty larceny. Mm-hmm. For that shit is wild. So, but as a female, for what I just said, how do you feel? Would you t- mm-hmm. would you deem that as a valid argument for everything that R. Kelly was going through? Would you accept that as a as a, as a valid like yo, he was overly sexualized I as a accept child? It. Not accept it, but like understand. understanding. I would understand it if he would at least admit it, but he won't even admit it. So if you can't even say, okay, yes, I do think because of things that happened to me as a child, it has affected my ch- my adulthood then I would have some type of understanding. But to this day, he does not even admit that he has issues. So, so. I mean, because you missed earlier, right? So we were talking about how men not made to be soft or express themselves. That's probably the issue he had. Like, he probably felt like... He's a he, fucking he, he, Even though, even though... No, no, he but like... a lot more than that. But that's, but that's a whole different kind of expression to say. Like, True. take a lot of bulls are coming by, yeah, I, I did that. Yeah. And like, you know what I'm saying? No, like... That's that's tough, you know what I'm saying? So like some people ain't got it in them to do it. Yeah. I mean, it sounds good to say it's that easy, but if you get on the side of the, the field, you gotta actually do that to millions of people, and it's like you not ready to 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 feel like that. But then the second part of that is like, it's one thing to say that, right? There's another thing to say it and mean it. 
Like if somebody would say that to get out the jam, yeah, they gonna mm-hmm. me gonna get off my back. I'm good. Right. I'm back in the get out. But that's, that's one thing. Some people just do that to get out of here. And another thing to do it and like go get the help and, and follow through with it 100. percent Because once you come forth with it, you actually gotta. Walk that's, that it. Line. that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. It is what it that's is. It. You gotta walk that line. Shit, I just saw yesterday. Uh, remember the video I sent you about Mr. C. Oh, that shit, wow. That was my first time ever that's, hearing that's, him publicly that's, say that's that. That's wild, but in the, the day, I, I keep it a buck. It's like, I ain't watch, I saw the snippets, but... Come on, the biggie joint. Nah, he talking about he like in trainees and shit. Wait, like, he like spoke about it. Him and Mano, yeah, so before, it's like... Before we go any further, you can't say that word, y'all. <laughs> oh, that's you, 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 trans. One thing you're going to learn, don't cancel yourself. Don't indict yourself. We're going to say trends with an S. Got it. So, like, that, but that goes back to the comment we had, like, like... I, I, I respect him for having that conversation mm-hmm. because black people don't want it. Nobody else will come up that openly and comfortable and speak about that. But it's like, it's like, do we demonize him or like look down on him for doing that? Because he's owning what he's he's saying. What he, that's what I did. I, I'm, I'm I mean, not to me, lie. to me, it's wild. It's like to me, it's wild. But I'm but at a crossroad with it. On the on the on the <laughs> flip side, like as a man looking at it, like he 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 living his truth. He don't care now. Yeah, it's like do we do nah, we? Nah, but do you he, still, never, he never denied it. It's like, but here's the he thing. Never, it's like, do we still give him? Do we still give yeah, him the? Yeah, he said. He was, do you give him respect because he's speaking about because he got caught, or exactly. do we give or do would he get respect if he just came out and openly said? It, you know what right. I mean? It's another thing when you difference. get caught with your hand in the jaw. Yeah, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, but then again, it's like only give the respect if you know about it, and if only way I know about it if you get caught. If you, to be if honest, I didn't know about it's it. none of our business. Yeah. I didn't even watch it. I it's just, really yeah, I'm, not I, talking about, I'm talking about point blank, period. Yeah. It's not about business. What's your sexual preferences is between you and the person you're having that sexual preference yeah. with. And God. You feel me? And God. You feel me? <laughs> now, the, the problem that would drink this shit. <laughs> the problem that may be is what are you is are you misleading other people with your actions? Are you misleading other well, people with Now you want to take this tape. You gotta play a devil's I, advocate in like, You was a motherfucker. Are you That's misleading? Are you misleading other? Um, are you misleading women? Did, was he married? Who? I don't know. Mr. Sure. C was he? Have, does no he idea. have kids? I don't, I don't know, know nothing about I, Mr. I, I, C. I can't even tell you. But 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 then again, it's like because at the end of the day, I'm sorry to cut you up. It's still Mr. C. It yeah. may not be relevant now. But God damn it, in the 90s, nigga, that's the nigga who found big, bro. <laughs> Come on. Well, but at the end of the day, like it says, it's sex with So wait, preference. so him and Mano said they think? No, 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 I'm with the shits. <laughs> but, um, what you saying? So, so, so I'm not sure, right? So mm-hmm. you said you played devil's uh, advocate, right? So we have yeah. this thing where we play devil's prosecutor, mm-hmm. right? I like the sound of that. Copy ring. <laughs> so, <laughs> shit. so, pick a side, nigga. I feel as though when you decide that you want to become a public figure, okay, right? And you want to put your, like, when you become a public figure, you put your life out there, right? Mm-hmm. It's very hard to say, okay, I want this part out Pick only, and, and I only I don't want to talk, talk about this and this, that, and the third. When you put yourself out there for as long as you have been out there, when your business is out there, it's there for everybody to see. We can nobody can judge you but God. But at the end of the day, you've portrayed out all of these things and done these all of these things. So now everything's out on the table from everybody who's always been supporting you. 
you cannot feel no kind of way when people look at it and be like, I don't know, bro. Yeah. Like, how are you going to be mad at something that you're doing in front of everybody when all your whole life for the last 30 years has been out in front of everybody? Mm-hmm. But then he, he might not care. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He really honestly doesn't he have probably, to care. Yeah, but for people to say, oh, well, you have no right to say anything, but could we have said anything if... Say if it was the other foot. Say Jay Leno was like he loved gangster music and he always bought people's albums and had hosted their parties, but he liked saying the word nigger. It's like uh, you find that out thirty years later. He everywhere he go, every party he hosted, he said nigger, 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 nigger. You're not gonna, gonna say right, something, yeah. or we can't say nothing now because everybody was like, eh, whatever. No, you can't pick and choose that. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. Yeah, pe- and you people can't got do their that favorite. Role. They they pick and choose who they want to judge, and that's why that whole like cancel and all that stuff. It just to and me, can- that's just a joke. Cancel culture that's a joke. is a joke. That's a joke. Yeah. That's just some social media BS that people made up. No, they canceled Gucci. No, like, no, you can't cancel they can't, nobody. They canceled Gucci to the similar checks cringe. No, it was over. Let me tell you, want to cancel somebody? What to do? Just don't mess with them. Don't speak about it. Just. Pay them no mind. Leave them alone. But y'all speaking up, saying you canceling them, you giving them more exposure and clout. You now can't, you, you, why you canceling yeah, them? Yeah, so yeah, now they're like, wait, they're like, hold on, what song did he have? Now they on iTunes. Now they're on iTunes. Now they're on iTunes. Now they're on iTunes. Now they're on Now they're on iTunes. 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 Now they're on give people their roses while they can still smell them. And um, this also kind of objectively relates into what we're talking about. So uh, me and Ms. Flur were friends, right? So I pretty much, I know a, a, a decent small portion of, you know, how you was brought up and stuff like that. But I do know you are a product of like a single dad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like you have a lot going on for yourself. You're doing really well. So I just want the one clap Thank it up you. for Ms. Fleur, you know, who, um, Thank you. who's a, who's a, a outstanding young lady. But I wanted you to kind of share, if you don't mind, share with the people about exactly how you were brought up. Because um, what I what I think about, when I think about, um, like when I think about how I wanted my daughter to probably be raised about was to have one in a small way or in, in a lot of ways, you is a lot of qualities that you have and a lot of like the way you think and the way that you go about things, I would probably want my daughter to also put into the atmosphere as well. So, you know, I wanted you to, if you were okay with it, just, you know, share a, a small little snippet of how you were brought up and where you're at in this day and age. And also, you know, you know, the ins and outs of things that you probably seen your dad had to do that you're mm-hmm. like, damn, like looking back, like shit, I know that was probably hard dealing, especially dealing with you because you a wild nigga. You know, <laughs> especially, like, especially dealing with you, you know, because it's not like, like we were talking about earlier, it's not mm-hmm. easy for a man to really raise a woman, yeah. you know, especially by himself. So, you know, I want you to dive into that for a little especially bit. Especially if you're crazy. At least, at least you said it, I did it. No, I'm talking about he crazy. He, oh, oh, I thought you meant you. My father crazy. <laughs> well, shit, I see where you get it from. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, um, I grew up with my father. My mother was alive. She was around, but like in and out. So she was a drug addict. So sometimes she would be home, sometimes she wouldn't, you know. Um, sometimes my father would be at work and she's supposed to be with us, but she'll leave or, you know, stuff like that. And um, him being a single father, it was a little bit different because it wasn't even like it was just me. He raised four of my siblings, so... Um, it was a little rough because my father was an immigrant. He came from Barbados and then he came to America, you know, trying to make a living for himself. And um, I would say we were pretty much poor growing up. Like we had nights where um, all we had to eat was 
bread and peanut butter, you know? Because it's one thing for you to try to take care of kids all by yourself, but it's another thing when you live with somebody who's like, you know, a drug addict. Drug addicts steal from you. You know, they sell your things. So stuff go missing all the time. Question, were all your, were all your siblings, these are all your dad's children as well? Yeah, I don't okay. have no half siblings. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but only four of us live with him. That's a lot still. Yeah, four. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I went through growing up. And it was a little weird because a lot of people saw me and they just assumed, like, okay, you have one parent. And they would think that the one parent is my mother. And then when I tell them that it's my father, they would get shocked. You know, there would be, you know, mother-daughter dances and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And... I would either not go to it or I would ask my father to come because I didn't have my mother there. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of people, they feel like when I talk about it, that it makes me emotional. It doesn't make me emotional, honestly. I don't know if it's because I'm just not a naturally affectionate person. I would say I'm not naturally affectionate because of my father. He I wasn't. Was just say he that, wasn't man. naturally affectionate. He didn't call me princess. He didn't call me baby. He didn't really say I love you like that. He didn't give me hugs and kisses. But I knew he loved me because he took care of me. He did what he had to do. Honestly, now that I'm an adult, he got a little bit more affectionate. Like, now he'll say, baby, sometimes. Mm-hmm. He'll give me hugs now. But when I was younger, he didn't do none of that stuff. He learned um, it on the fly. Do you really <laughs> feel like he even had the, the I don't, it's going to sound wild to say this, but the time to even show you that? No, because, he didn't. He worked a lot. A lot. I'm not even only talking so. about working. Also, I'm talking about mental time. Like, to have that mental break to even... I got to deal with a spouse who's on drugs. I got four kids. I have four mouths to feed. And then don't five, forget. Five, including you. Five, excuse me. Five, <laughs> including him. I'm also immigrant. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to have everything situated. Where the fuck do I find the time to love anybody? <laughs> to be honest, no. there's a lot of things that I look back in my past of that I had to deal with my mother that now it all makes sense. Like, did she even have the now time? Now that to, you're older, now, now that you're older, sense. it's like yeah. my mother. You treated. I'm. You trying to do this with your with your child, but you're going through the middle of a fucking divorce. Like, how much love can you expect somebody? You have. We have a hard time of trying to be good friends to people, and we just going through a breakup. <laughs> he got four mouths to feed. And deal with that heartache. You see, I'm every time I keep saying fuck him, and that's exactly that's, what the world the, is telling me. That's the mentality that the world is selling me. Fuck him. So do you have a whole different perspective? Completely lo- looking different. At, not, not only not I'm not only speaking at him, speaking for him. I'm speaking speaking for looking at men. How do you look at men? How do you treat men? Do you not take any excuses from what for for what men like any excuses from men? Period. Are you a little bit more lenient on men when it comes to their feelings or what you or what could be you know the the troubles or the stresses that you can cause on them or anything like that? I would say now that I'm older and I and I could see the bigger picture of like my father's love for me because some people feel like if you don't show affection then that person doesn't love you but I feel like because I understand that that was my father's way of showing his love when I date men that struggle with affection like me I understand it I don't just think oh he doesn't like me because he doesn't you know do certain lovey-dovey things you know there's some men who they might invest into your business but they not they might not you know be super affectionate and show PDA in public. 
but they'll hold you down. They'll they'll make sure that you are good with your career. They'll support you. They'll go to all your events, but they might not be the person that will say, I love you every day. You know, they might say, I love you on special occasions, you know, but so. Shoot a text. But, but that's something <laughs> that's something we touched on our podcast. It was a part of, of learning your partner's love language. Yes. So what, mm-hmm. what, what, are you, what are the things that you may think that you like? The other person may not like that. You may you may be into like fashion and stuff like this. You may have a uh a guy that plays into video games. You buy him some exactly some some good jades or some good design. He shoes. don't care for that. He don't care for that. He Why just wants to be like this, no, bro. Just he's just call of duty. <laughs> My shorty don't give a fuck about none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like you may be doing that, but it's like but once you find the love the the love language between each other, it's just a lot easier. You know what I'm saying? You can't like you, you like I know people women say a lot. I know how I should be loved. Like, mm-hmm. I know things like that, but it's still like, do you know how to love somebody else? How they want to be loved? That's true. People have a, we have a bad habit of loving people the way that we want to love exactly. them. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. the way that That's, that's yeah. what I talked about on the show, right? So people have this thing where, like, I know what my love languages are, right? So I expect how I am to be reciprocated. Mm-hmm. That's not true. It's not fair. That's kind of a And I look at I look at that like that's how I run my whole life, right? Like I don't put no expectations on people because now I'm saying you like this, I'm telling this bottle of water you need to be a bottle of champagne because that's what I expect out of you. So when it shows up at the bottle of water, I'm mad at the bottle of water for being a bottle of water. You can't be mad at people for being who they are. You got to accept them for what they are. And if you have a conversation about if it's not what works for you, people can adjust. But you can't off rip that. Hey, listen, you got to be this, and if you're not this, then mm-hmm. you know it's not that because you're putting your expectations on them. So you being not affectionate in relation, you say you're not an affectionate person. What if you come across a guy who is affectionate? How does very affectionate? How do you reciprocate that? How do you how do you challenge that, or how do you like? I know? have, and I felt like we clashed because he felt like I didn't like him like that because I wasn't like super on him. And I just used to tell him, I do like you. It's just I'm not like you. I don't, I don't need to do all that. So, I don't know. So now dealing with this kind of person, right? Have you ever had like a real conversation? Like, Yo, listen, like I'm not like that because you know, like growing up, I ain't have the time for it, or I was hardened because of the situation. Now I that no, I just said I'm not naturally affectionate, but oh. I didn't get into details. Somebody had a naturally affectionate. So. And she don't like me. It's kind of like the shorty be like, I only do this for you. It's like. Yeah, that that conversation like that gotta be said sometimes. And not to say mm-hmm. that you that you owe that conversation to every guy. Nah, that you yeah. Come nah, from. Nah, but if you feel like connection or whatever, he might be like he might understand. He might he might feel like he needs to be overly affectionate because you aren't mm-hmm. to bring it out of you. But you might not be that way. So now he doesn't. But no, know. but but there's a kicker though. He could do that. But the main part about him doing that, she gotta accept it. Right. She, he can do it, and she cannot accept it. And it's like, yo, he just nigga bugging. Like, his, oh no, yeah. I don't like. I'm not. It doesn't make me feel uncomfortable. Like, I like affection. Like, yeah. honestly, I like dating men that are affectionate because I know that I sometimes struggle taking the initiative. So I love when I find a man that's like super affectionate with me. It's just, I feel like whoever I date got to be patient and know that I'm not gonna just like hug up on you so fast and kiss up on you in public like that and call you baby right away. Like, that takes a while for me to do that, so. 
But I like when they do it. If she it don't makes, call me, it makes me baby. feel like I have to speed up the process, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh. And like if you, if you, because I've dated somebody that was just as, like, not affectionate as me, mm-hmm. and I just felt like, well, oh, damn. We ain't gonna really, we gonna on a slow pace. Like, anybody gonna make the move? Like, okay. If you don't call me babe by the second text message, I'm not gonna hold your hand. I need you to hold my hand first because I'm not gonna hold your hand first. So, what are we doing? Like, so I wanna dive into something, right? So, I want everybody to think about this as well. So, we have friends. We all have friends. For the most part, most of us who most people are raised, if they don't have two parents, the parent, the primary parent is usually the mom, right? So I want all y'all to think about this, but you specifically. So you were raised by your dad. You you have any friends that were just raised by just their mother? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So close close friends. Yeah. So you've had a close detailed view as of what it is like to be raised by a single dad, and then what it is right like to be raised by a single mom. What are the difference, or maybe like the pros, and like what are some benefits you probably will see by being raised by a primary dad versus a primary mom, and vice versa? All right, let me start real quick. Me, I feel um, just the support in anything because you got two supporters. Like two is always better than one. Mm-hmm. And personally, in my life, I felt like like I didn't go to college. I did like community college, and but I feel like I didn't have that support to go away to college to get that support. I, cause I saw I, I had some friends with the college, they family. Like both of his mother and father's dead, and they had that support where they could go to college and like not work or like just go to college and focus on school. Mm-hmm. And I felt if I had that support, maybe I would have considered going because out of high school, I was working in high school. So me, it was just on somebody you gotta, you in the real world. It's like that college shit is, is over. Mm-hmm. And while I tried to go to college and I started going, I started to work still and do this, and I'm trying to party and I'm doing all this. And I'm like, yo, school, I'm like, it's college, I don't really need this. Like, it's like I'm good. But if I had that support, I felt like I probably would have, would have, it would have, would have helped. You know what I'm saying? That 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 just far as like entering adulthood. But prior to that, um, like to um, the pros and the cons. Um, uh, how would I say like, this? Yeah, like like if you was raised by just a dad and just a mom, like what are some benefit? Like what's something the kids probably gonna get from being raised by just a dad? But they probably all, wouldn't get. It, it all depends on the kid though, cause okay. like in the environment, cause like mm-hmm. you, if like. A dad, like, depending on the dad, because dad is going to be super strict or, like, not. But it depends if you're a boy or a girl. If you're a boy, like, dad tend to be, you know, a little more lenient, is uh, whatever. If you're a girl, it's more protective. No, 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 this. Follows a mom. So, like, if you're a mom, your mom going to be more loving. You're a boy, da, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, like, for a boy, for what I'd say, it would be easier to just be with your dad because your dad probably wouldn't care. Yeah. Like as much as like depending on, depending on the kid though like you know because there's kids in suburban areas that grow up and it's like like they would hate going with their dad you know mm-hmm. it's like yeah. I'm gonna say with my mom you know what I'm saying but like me like see I can't even say which one I prefer because I didn't really yeah, say with my dad yeah. but my mom did a hell of a job you know what I'm saying and and I felt like if I had a dad there it'd have been like you'd have been an elite nigga yeah, yeah it'd have been late like I'd have been super saying like I would have had time to do experience yeah. life how because I didn't like growing up also like. I ain't take no family vacations with my mom. Like that was that wasn't thing. I know people who did. They every year, every summer they going away. I'm saying like, damn, I'm in the hood. Must be I'm, nice. I'm just right. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it took me taking my adulthood to start experiencing that kind of stuff on my own. Mm-hmm. But that I think I feel like that's beneficial. And that's why I, now I have a child. Now I make it my duty now to make sure that he experienced a lot of stuff that I haven't. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Which makes sense. It's funny you say that when you said the part where you said if you felt like you had both parents growing up, you feel, just felt like life would have just been like, because your mom did such a good job, you feel like life would have just been 
over the max. Mm-hmm. To counter that, you feel me? For the most part, me and my father's relationship growing up, there were times, sometimes I sit down and I tell myself and I, I'll say to people, you would some people would rather grow up with no father than a deadbeat father. Mm. You feel me? He, there's a difference between having no dad at all mm-hmm. and not knowing who he is or not know, or having somebody who can be right there, not there. and does nothing at all. Not saying that's what my father was, but there was rocky moment. There's rocky moments in me and my fa- and my father's relationship in my life. You feel me? Where you'll sit there and you'll be like, "My nigga, I'd have just been better off if I just ain't fucking know you." <laughs> like you can't miss what you never had. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like so. It's like if, yeah. It's just definitely you can't miss what you never had. It's like damn, bro. Like you have the opportunity mm-hmm. to do what you gotta really do, and you just ain't doing it, cause like mm-hmm. what's, what's really going on. So I don't know. I know how. I would have grown up if I would have grown up with my father. Jesus Christ, I'd have probably been in the fucking military or some shit like that. Like my father, <laughs> to be honest, my pops is the cool. My pops is probably one of the coolest dudes I ever met in my life. My pops is one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. But my father is one of the people who didn't, who has mental issues, who did not get treatment for it, and now it's embedded in him. Mm. You feel me? This is who he is now, and mm. there's no fucking changing that. You feel me? So his mental issues projected onto me. You feel me? It got projected onto me. And I had to deal with the burden of it all because it was more so like a prey on the wheat thing. You mm. feel me? And I always looked for that sad I always looked for that excuse me, I won't even say I always look for it. I just I mean you wanna be you wanna be cool with your pops, you feel me? So you do anything I'm a cancer, so I'm a I'm a people pleaser. I wanna appease my father, you feel me? So everything that I do Everything that I would want to do would be to try to appease him or make him happy, and nothing makes my father happy. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes nothing makes my father sad. You bring home a ninety nine, why the fuck did you bring home a hundred? And mm-hmm. people say that shit as a joke, but it was really what happened to the one type of situations. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, damn, I just lost I just lost track of what I was saying. But yeah, the, he his so me trying to appease him. You feel me? And my sister wasn't like that. My sister was the firecracker. She was the defiant one. Mm. So being that she's the defiant one, it's like, I know this nigga good. No matter what I fucking do, he gonna love me. But this one right here, if I say the wrong word, she'll love me today, hate me tomorrow. So I gotta work on keeping this one happy. Fuck him, he gonna be good. Mm. But I gotta work on keep on keeping this one happy. And that's kind of like, that's more so like the relationship my father was. My mother... My mother was um I speak about I spoke about this before. My mother is my mother's dope as fuck, you feel me? But the only the only problem that I have that I had with my mother is my mother never took really any interest in like my dating life. Like mm-hmm. when it came to women and things like that, she never really she never really cared about shit like that. Like my mother was really all about like nigga get your money. You feel me? Like focus on your money. And for some reason, she might be getting mad when she hit it's like I feel like that kind of probably stems she probably got sidetracked on her goals in life with having a family and being married at a young age that she probably didn't get to focus fully on getting everything done that she wanted in her life and she didn't want to see me go down that route chasing love or anything like that to the point like it's literally tatted on me you feel me like I basically it, layman's terms I got money over bitches tatted on me you feel me and I became so hell bent on money like it's like do how much I'm a very affectionate person and I love women but where's that what what 
to what extent, you feel me? Like, am I that eager to just like, when it comes to the bread, am I eager to just, it's up and go time. Mm -hmm. It's over you at all times. You feel me? And I get- for you. Do you, sorry, do you feel like the reason why your mom was so like, yo, just get your pockets right, get don't worry about women because she felt like maybe she's seen whatever happened with her relationship with your father that transcended from that. Yeah, that's that, that's what I was. That's what I said. I said it, I think she got. I think she kind of probably got sidetracked on route and route to her goals. Being such a being married young, having kids young. You feel me? Because they were my parents were. What was the moment? They were together since sixteen. I think they got. Married at twenty, bought a house at twenty one, had me at twenty two. Mm. You feel that's me? A lot. That's like whoa, that's whoa, whoa. it was like yeah, that's, boom, that's, boom, that's, boom. That's a lot. You feel me? Yeah. Bought a house. Yeah, married at. Yeah. I think it was married at twenty, bought a house at twenty one, had me at twenty two. I think that's how the. I think that's how the story goes. You feel me? So I like you said. I think there might have been somewhere along that road where she probably didn't get to fulfill all her dreams. Mm. And it's like she's never really. In, she's never taken an interest in my love life. Like really spoken to me like really about like women and love like I remember we was laughing about it the other day I remember the first time I, I got my heart broken and I was like yo ma like what do you do when you get your heart broken boy I was on 55th and Avenue and Flatlands Avenue she stopped at a stop sign looked back and said nigga ain't in no <laughs> she basically told me nigga you ain't in love you feel me you too young for love focus on your money I'm like eight I think I was like seven or eight years old I'm, I'm like, like bitch <laughs> the fuck you feel me? And from that day on, I've just been stone cold with it's them. Like, it's like, I'm not going to tell her nothing. It was just like, I don't, and she's never like really taking an interest in like females or dating life or things that are coming up. So, you know, like, it'd be your it'd be your mom to be very nurturing when it comes to like, so who you dating? Like, are you are you having kids? You plan on having kids? You plan on getting back? That's my father. My oh. father's on my line heavy for grandchildren. Mind you, the little nigga got, nigga got kids who's damn near grand, who could damn near be his grandkids. <laughs> But he pressuring me for kids. You feel me? He got a grandson. My sister had a baby. You feel me? But he on my line for kids. My mother, she on my mother is comfortable with nigga, as long as you're happy. If you have no kids, if you have no marriage, whatever makes you happy, you do you. And it's I feel like at a certain point in time in my life, that kind of stifled me because it was like, damn, like I want I always wanted that relationship, that bond between my mother and my girl, but is my mom even gonna take that initiative? And I thank God to her listening to this podcast and us having these conversations. My dating life now, like my mom's is dead ass very proactive with it. Like she asks a lot of questions. She's very interested. She's intrigued. She wants to meet the girl. She wants to hang out with the girl. I'm like, and I'm I'm not one of those people. Sometimes I could be defensive where it's like, nah, nigga, now you want to come around and do that shit. But I've become open to it. It's gotta, like, I, I, I'm not going to knock you for trying it because this is what I want. This is what I've always wanted. I have a two-part question, man. So do you feel like she's like that now because she's like, she feels like you're at a point where even if you do get with a shorty, you, anything happens or whatever, like like you're mentally and financially going to be able to hold her down? To handle it. Mm, no, nah, I don't think I don't think that. I think she's just realized like, she's just realized like what that might have done, for, what, what that could have possibly done to me because she's, We've we talked we've talked a lot about mental health. We do a lot of we do a lot of we've done a lot of bonding over listening to the podcast. You feel me? Like listening to podcasts and talking about mental health and stuff like that. So she's now understanding the psych she had to be a mom. My mom's dead ass had to be a single mother. She had to raise two kids, you feel me? So at just that, that's why I said I forgot who was I talking to. You feel me? It's like do you did you did you understand what your father was going through for him to even 
sit down and did he even have the time to probably love me you feel me so now it's like my I'm older and my mom has to sit down and now we have more resources it's like oh I was raising a son and I wasn't doing this I was raising a son and I wasn't doing that I should have did this different I should have did that different but I have a receptive son so he may not be 12 years old anymore he may not be 13 years old anymore but he's receptive so I can talk to him and bring it to him now and my mother does a great job at bringing it to me now she's she's like she's gung-ho with this shit like she sends me videos non-stop every day different podcasts listen to about mental health understanding me getting to know me and stuff like that we have a greater line of communication and my mom's is really not even my mother my mother's really like my best friend to me you feel me on some shit like i could kick like i have one of those moms where i could really chill with my moms like on some and people think that we're brother and sister but that's really my mother you feel me hold on don't i don't think that you got away I hope you got an answer. I see you over there drifting away. I got my, my second part question was gonna yeah, be. Yeah, I was going to don't, don't, is, don't. Is, if it is, is it the same for you on yeah. that side of the corner as it is? Because you, like, you, like, you, like, you, like you like to play tricky. I see you. Go ahead. <laughs> Cut me off. Go ahead. Go straight to that. Um, well, I just remember him asking for pros and cons. I was going to answer that. So, yeah. So, so I would say, um, well, I, obviously, I didn't really have, like, my mother in my life um, study but seeing like other, like my other friends with their mothers, I would say the pro of having a mother is being able to talk about boys. I never had that when I was with my father. I couldn't talk about boys, I couldn't talk about sex, all that stuff. Um, in fact, he made me feel like the minute I have sex the first time, like I was just gonna get pregnant right away. But, As um, he should. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> But I will say a pro with growing up with a father is that, well, I, this is what I think. I could be wrong, but I feel like every girl that grew up with their father does not have daddy issues. And the reason why I feel like that is because my other friends that grew up with their father, like we have the same perspective when it comes to certain things in men. And then I have friends that grew up with just their mother and they had deadbeat fathers. And the stuff that they accept and the stuff that they allow over and over and over again, me and my friends that have that had our father, it's like, after the second strike, you're out. Like, nah, it's just, we're done. And, um, yeah, I, I just feel like, honestly, I'm not trying to be shady or nothing, but I feel like if you have a father, you technically have both. I feel like if you have a mother, you don't really have both because mm. I feel like a, a father could give you both what the mother and father could have given you, but a mother cannot I don't, I don't do think that. So. I don't think so. Why you say that? I want to know. I want to know why you say that. I don't think so. I just, I just, I just think that women are just more emotionally ready to take on the commitment of a child by themselves. But that's the thing; they're too emotional to the point where no, they don't make you. No, no, they I, make I'm you just feel. Saying, I'm just saying the sense of like, like example, like you know, because single moms is a big thing. They do their thing. Fathers get on the shadow and stuff like that. But I just think women will hold it down just better overall. I'm not down on the fathers. I, it's just more of a man and woman thing. Like, men tend to not care or show the emotions that's probably needed for a kid. But let me ask you this. If that's true, how come you never hear people saying, oh, um, you got mommy issues? Why they always say daddy issues? Cause, cause that's I have what's never heard somebody say you got mommy issues. Exactly. Yes, they do. Oh, exactly. about, when you're a mama's think, boy, that's mama's I think, issues. I think, it's, I I think there's two that. parts to that, right? The reason why you, you almost never hear oh, you got mommy issues? It's because a lot of times it's like almost a known thing like daughters and mothers clash, right? So it becomes like a systemic thing. Like, oh, we just know that always happens. And if a son has issues with his mother, 
like we talked about earlier before, right? Like men aren't in a position to allow you to be vulnerable about something. Mm. And especially about the person who gave birth to you, what you gonna say, yo, my mom, da, da, da. like, nah, listen, that's my mom. At the end of the day, I'm gonna hold it down. So I think that's why it isn't ever really projected out there. But I feel like a lot of men's issues stem from situations or issues that they have with their mothers. A lot of men, men a lot of women who happen to be single women um, raising their children, single mothers, either they are super hard on their sons to make sure that their son doesn't turn out to be the kind of man that their father who they are no longer in a relationship is with, or they try to make them like their son slash man. Mm. And now when they out in the streets and living their life, the man is now looking for a woman to be his mother mm-hmm. versus to be with him. So that's why I feel like it's not really ever really spoken on like that. That makes sense. I get it. Yeah, but just in general, like the the father, like this in, in life, like right now, like the mother is the primary caretaker of a child, mm-hmm. and to me, I just and it's only because she gives the birth. To me, I just like who made the rule to, to say that, you know? Because say because there's some moms that's not physically, and mentally fit to take care of the child at that moment, and the father may be because he didn't experience the pregnancy. He didn't. He may just be ready, like oh oh, like the baby. Here? All right, cool. Let's go. You know, like, it's like fuck everything else that just happened the last nine ten months. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. my mind clear. I'm, I'm, what we gotta do? You know, like so it's just like it's just overall like in society and like like just like the world how they view this mothers and like fathers is like they like like you you mainly hear mothers getting child taking the, the father child support stuff like that. But it's like when the, when a guy trying to do it, it's like it get frowned upon. When it's like yo, I'm struggling out here. Yo, I need help. Shit. I need help. Why, 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 I'm not gonna why, lie, that's no, true. Because when I was younger, I used to always think like yo. I always had my friends saying that their father's on child support, and I used to be like, really well, my man? mother should be on child support. She don't do nothing. You, why ex- she not on child? Exactly. But like, but that's not. But common. He, my father just never did but, that. But I don't also, know. also like be, being a father, single father, you got kids. Like, how many fathers you know going go get on welfare? How many fathers are getting wick? Who like that's yeah, not that's true. not a, that's not a thing. Is it wi- women and uh, women and something children? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> women giving to children? Exactly. I think so. Where's the men Wait, get is it? It's not women, right? Some, yeah. So it's like oh, yeah. it's like the men. It's, you, the you, it's like it's like it's like the world only give the You're men. You're not even allowed to be broke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but that goes <laughs> into but that goes into the whole like you know the caveated episode right in terms of like stereotypes right so like there could be a guy who's making you know eight dollars an hour and he got two kids. And like something happened, and the mother's like just not out the picture now for whatever reason. And so he's looking at like, yo, like society look at me like I'm a loser if I go and I get help. So mm-hmm. I have to work. I'd rather work three mm-hmm. jobs and never be home, and the kids and the lights is on and the, and the bills is paid, and rather than I go and mm-hmm. I get some help. And that's messed up. It's, it's, it's messed up. It's messed up. It's, you got people who don't even need it, and they're in the food stand spot selling the right, head off. Uh-huh. And, and he's looking crazy because he, he's in the office trying to go get help. What was um. What was the Will Smith joint when the dumb afro? Um, he had a son. With the son. With the son. So you look at certain situations like that, right? So obviously it's for Hollywood and things, but it's based on a true story. It's like, like there's men who do gotta mm-hmm. deal with stuff like that, right? But it's demonized, like, yo, like, what? You, you bugging, bro? What you mean? You might as well just, you gotta get it together. But it's like, no, like sometimes life hits you in the face so hard, but these stereotypes that people allow to dictate what happens to them. It becomes too much. It becomes mm-hmm. a, a super the world on their shoulders, and they really don't have to. Like you can go get help. There's programs available, but mm-hmm. people but, make it look like you, you're like loser, you too soft. You, know? you can't yeah. do it, and that's and that's and that's, not, and that's right. messed up. Like right. that's, that's messed not, up. Yo, it's like if you need it, go get it. Body, nigga. If you need it, go get it. So I, I want to eat crab legs every week too. So, so, so I got something to say in reference to what you said, right? 
So I seen a tweet today. It's coincidentally came at the perfect time. So it was a Cash App notification for two bands. And seen that shit. You seen it, right? You yeah, know, I'm like, all right, boom. So Shorty goes, let me go ahead and throw this out there because I've been seeing a lot of shade. I break my kid's father off every year for our kids around tax time. He may not, he may get on my nerve and I might can't stand him, but at the end of the day, he's an amazing daddy. Pause. You gotta do good to get good. I will always have his back as long as he does right by our kids. Right? So I felt that was a really kind gesture. But bro, when I went to the comment on this shit, Horrible. bro. I seen oh, that. Man, what is that? I, I saw it on Twitter. They bashing her. For starters, Shorty said, my child's father's an active dad, yes, but these are reparations. Fuck him and everybody who agrees with this post. I'm like... So, so like, what? what am I take on that? I don't Black feel there's nothing wrong with that. Because if if ideally, regardless of what you have against him personally, like relationship-wise, it didn't work out, whatever he's doing, if he's there for that, for them kids, right right. acknowledge that. that and, and sometimes men need that acknowledgement. Like, like yo, I'm busting. Like, sometimes you... you yo, want, tell me I got it. Yeah. Yo, listen, don't argue for the nobody yeah. say. Yo, everybody exactly. likes so, that pat on the me, back me, once in a while. You, you, no, you nah, need that. You like, want you, it, you, you need doing it. a good so, job, bro. I, I, wish, I, wish, I wish whoever made that post was here. I have a question for them. <laughs> if the situation, right, all mm-hmm. things being fair, she says she has a good relationship with the father of her children. Mm-hmm. If it's a 50-50, it's 50-50 joint custody. We split everything. I mean, it's high, you're not even 50-50. I'm sure he's giving more than 50, yeah. right? Takes care of himself and whatever situation he got going on. Takes care of the kids. I'm sure he's doing right by her and all that kind of stuff. If she's bringing home 12000 from taxes... And she's Niggas bring home 12000 from taxes sometimes? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. she's bringing home... Say Definitely. she brings home... More, more say she brings home twelve. dollars you got right? a few kids. You people, say, people with kids so, bring home might bring back money. 20. You might bring back 20. Oh, 20 what? Listen. You may make right. 20 bands. For how many kids? You want to kill It depends. It depends. You could have been living. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I, I was if Shay's throwing that number out just for, for argument's sake, right? It's 12 bands, and she gives him two, right? Is the argument still valid that, like, yo, it's fair that he's only getting the two? Hell no. no. And he's not claiming I mean, them kids. So, you know, he's not claiming them kids. So, his, ta- I mean, his taxes on his checks is way crazy. But, and he's still doing all of that stuff. But it's my thing, though. It, 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 will, it will be more on. It would get more more detailed and complex on like the relationship and what's going on, right? Because he he that that two and he made it by yo whatever. I take the two because this this two is for me though, and the rest. As long as you take care, I take care for the kids with the rest. I don't care. My man, like, I don't care. My man, because me, I, I if I was in that situation, I'd have seen, I'd have seen the two. I'm taking I, I want to four. I'd have, <laughs> I'd have, I'd have, I'd have, I ain't gonna hold you. If I would, if I was in that situation and two. we have nigga relationship and she would have handed me two. I would probably just take care of something real quick and I would have just used that money back for the kids anyway. No, yeah, but I'm saying, but the bread oh, that she's man. keeping, like, all right. No, I'm just saying. Make I mean, sure you rotate that back. These are right, my reparations. To the kids, you feel me? Right. Like, don't, don't <laughs> think you about to go just, I would just say that for argument's sake because people, and, and I'm pretty sure the majority of people who's famous shorty is going to be other females. Like, yo, you bugging? Why but that's, would you that, that's, that? that's That's also, when I'm like, that's when the stereotype is like, yo, like, it's, it's not that me and you relationship, me and the lady relationship didn't work romantically. That have no bearing on me being a great father for my children. So now, mm-hmm. right? So now I'm doing right by him. We good. Some we could be cool friends. I might hook them up with the new person that they with. Mm-hmm. But now because of societal rules and stereotypes, like yo, you can't manage it right properly or whatever. You got people in the comments bashing, doing that kind of stuff. And those are those same people in those comments who are running through the courts. Fighting, having holding their kids as pawns. Like, oh, you can't see your kids. Mm-hmm, unless you mm-hmm. give me a hundred dollars for my hair. Like, you know, stuff like that. It's Stupid crazy. Stuff. Oh, some I of them, oh, they got kids, probably. 
like, like I, I'm not gonna lie, and it's, and it's something I can say, something I can say that I learned because I'm I'm fairly new father, so I'm not I mean new father. There's a lot that I didn't know about that I had a pain on prior to being a father. That now I'm like, damn, yo, that was kind of stupid. Like, like, oh, like yo, I, I was bugging. Like, you know, like, I got I, I, why did I say that? Like, you know, like, and, and it was kind of, it's really. Like, you trying to say you was in the wrong? Yeah, yeah, I was mm-hmm. definitely wrong on a few did things. You have that, that, did you have admitted to her? No, I mean no. It's in general, not like to somebody particular. This in general, oh. like I might tweet some bullshit, say some dumb shit. I'm like, yo, that's, that was stupid. Like, what the, <laughs> wow. like why? Why did I say that? Thank God, kinda, Twitter don't got anniversary you know tweets. So it's like, it's like, Damn, but Facebook. it's like, but I, I feel like sometimes in life, you you, you won't really won't know like the real deal until you start dealing with it. Then then you you life will hit you a little different. Like, damn yo, like I got a kid now. So like like people. Let me think. Let me think of one. Like, let me get a good example. Like we talked yesterday, right about. On our podcast about um, like I saw people talk about. It was a tweet I saw that a girl was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna raise my kid in the 21st century generation where they all in the kids into their phones and tablets and stuff like that." At a point, I was one of those people that was like, "Nah, my kid gonna be this to that. I want being books stuff like that." Now I got a kid that that tablet and stuff. It's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, but but also, but also, but also, like, but also that I see with, with my son, we 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 um you know give him some amount of time on it. You know, we don't let him get too addictive to it where he he feels he needs to go the whole day. He gets it, but it's educational stuff. We get it. My son is really smart. Where he, I, he get anybody phone on the table. You give him his phone. Got Netflix on your phone. He will. He can find Netflix. Yo. He Stop could, sleeping on could, these kids, He can find bro. Netflix. He know to press the kid section. He? He's one and a half. He can find Netflix, press the kid option, and stroll up the Coco Melon and click it. Turn, literally turn the phone over like this, and he's good. My channel was literally Coco skipping Melon. ads. And, and, and yeah. it's, yeah, yo, it, on, I on the phone, and my text message come up here, flip it up. Like, and, and to me, <laughs> no, no, but to me, like, it's like, people's like, don't give the, now, I, 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 now I'm on the side now. He got that. I, I, I start seeing how fast uh, advanced he's learning and doing things. Cause like, he understands a lot. Don't be one, you can't, people who say that dumb shit, don't be one of them motherfuckers who, oh, what you call it? Uh, Patrice O'Neal made a joke about that shit. R.I.P. Patrice O'Neal. He was like, I be used to laugh at all the guys who was in typing, um, in typing class. He's like, oh, them niggas is gay. You look at this mm-hmm. nigga going to typing school. Mm-hmm. He said until I got to a job, and I'm like, hey. mm-hmm. he's like, damn. And I'm sitting there laughing at. I was laughing at the mother who was going to typing class, and now mm-hmm. look at my stupid ass. Don't get fucked up and get lost in the time because exactly. this is where it's, this is where the world exactly. this is where the world is going. So it's like it's like now take it like the whole phone thing and tablet thing. Like now the whole COVID thing. These kids are doing remote learning. And a lot of kids, being they were showing the book, some kids cannot have the, the attention span to sit there and learn and do something some parents, remotely. Some parents can't help them screenshot. Can't, can't even like, do it. Can't, yeah, bro, they can't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? I so give me a book to read on the phone. It's over. Mm-hmm. I cannot read an audio. I can't do no audio book. I can't do no books on the phone. I can't even read the Bible on the phone. I need everything manual mm-hmm. because that's what my body is accustomed mm-hmm. to. I can't read a phone. I can't read a book on the phone because I'll get too distracted. I'll get exactly. too sidetracked. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I wasn't trained for that. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't have anything electronically to do that. So yeah. now that's what now when you say that I'm thinking about it like oh shit now I realize why there's a lot of things that I cannot do on the phone is because I wasn't was, was I, I, that's not how I was raised exactly. I wasn't techni- I'm not technology savvy with that shit like that my mind isn't trained for that but mm-hmm. this is where the 
This is where this is the on. world is going now. Mm-hmm. This is where everything is going. Everything is all the things that we know of the past are literally dying arts to the point mm-hmm. where they're when magazines at a point, one day will eventually be a thing. And you and you gotta and like you have to be CDs. a good enough parent mm-hmm. and and understand that and like foster that for your kids, right? Like coding. Like my, my daughter had in charge of like that coding classes and stuff God like that damn. because. Like that's the way of the future. Like that's that's mm-hmm. where like that's where it is. Like how many people we know were sitting at home making millions of dollars off of this? <laughs> like you don't need to be, you know, like don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with blue collar work and whatever, but you gotta understand as a parent, like, yo, you gotta see what where it's going and you gotta kinda get with the times, you know? Absolutely. You gotta learn yeah. that stuff and you can't be looking at it like, oh, like our parents is like, ah, we're not gonna do that or whatever. Like, no, right. you have to because have there's to. no going back to this stuff. There's no reverse to it. There's no, oh, we're going back to what pre-COVID. No, everything's gonna be how COVID is and then adapt after that. To what the so you situation. gotta adapt and move accordingly and be ahead of the game and you owe it to your children to help them get ahead of the curve and be there with them. So this new math and all that kind of stuff, if you gotta go on YouTube and learn it to help them, then do that. YouTube, I might not even have to send my kids to college. That's, they can that's go a, on YouTube that's and a problem. get a degree. Now, that's a problem I think like- I don't know how they got new math though, that shit. But that's a, pro- that's a problem I think people, like parents have, is that they don't wanna to t- take the time and teach their kid some some new things, new traits. They rather rely on the school system or someone, them to learn somewhere else. When it's like, yes, they can, but it's also your duty to help teach them this, this certain things also Dude, it makes it easy. Time. You make time. It's, 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 it's the time. You, you got to make also time. Feel sometimes they're just afraid of like, if, what if I don't know it? Yeah, it's you, you make time for things you want. Feel like it's like a pride thing also. A lot of it is hundred percent. Yeah, yeah 100%. my dad's stupid as shit. Uncomfortable too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Certain technology makes them uncomfortable. Like they just they don't understand it, so they don't like it. You know. Ooh. So speaking of that, so so I know like you know we mentioned you know you had uh, uh where was raised by just your father. So what are things that your father? couldn't teach you or maybe you know he was afraid to because you were a young lady aside from like you know the sex or whatever case but just like lessons learned that like you think that you missed out on as a man or you mean like, uh, like him being fa- older and just not understanding well, both, the times bro. it could be as a man as well because sometimes a man doesn't really know how to maneuver with a young lady and so there are lessons that he might just be like his pride won't let him really get to that point to want to show you um i wouldn't say this is him being a man, I think it's more so him just being older. Um, it took him a really long time to respect my career. You know, he, he was just in the time where it's either you're going to be a nurse, a doctor, or a lawyer. And I didn't want to be neither of those things. And um, he just didn't understand, like, what do you mean? Like, how can you make money off of social media? Like, what do you mean? Like, that's not a job. So it took him a long time to understand like these are the times like people are this really was, this making going money on. off of social media like mm-hmm. so I think once he saw like my, I remember one day I had a check and he saw it and then that's when he realized like okay she's serious and then um, as time went on and he saw like okay you're in magazines okay you're still doing this okay you're getting awards and then that's when he really started respecting uh, uh, this is a real thing bro so, I jumped out of college to be brumming <laughs> it didn't make sense to my mother until we was in the mall and so we was in Queens at the mall and she saw a girl trying to sneak a video of me and she was like oh this is who you are and that's an amazing now my son my is father you, was so you gotta, mad at me when you gotta see it you gotta see it I didn't even tell him he just noticed one day like you always home why are you always home and then I told him, I was like, yeah, he was like, what do you mean not in school? He's like, oh, like you took, like you on vacation or something? Like you took a little break? I said, no, like I'm not going back. And he, that was a whole argument, but yeah, I dropped out and never went back. And 
just it's a new day and age. Everything know? I know but that pertains to my career, honestly, I taught myself over YouTube. Right. DSLR, that's, that's... mirrorless cameras, point and shoot cameras, learning how to use um stuff like Final Cut Pro, Photoshop. Oh, what? I, I, I don't I don't know too much about you now. Like, what, um, what do you do? I don't like. Oh, I'm a content creator. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out I, to all my content creators. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's. That's, that's yeah, so I, I specialize in beauty though. So hair, makeup, stuff like that. Wait, you learned about wait the the fo- yo what 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 app what what app was that you said? <laughs> like, oh, Final Cut Pro. I'm about to get myself a Final Cut. I learned that. About to get myself a lipo with my bitch now. <laughs> All right, well, this episode's been fun. Unfortunately, <laughs> we are out of time. Okay, so um, everybody, let the people know where they can find you guys at. Well, you can find us at Dad and the Shit on IG. You can follow, uh, like, subscribe our YouTube channel. We got episodes dropping every Wednesday. We on YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and what's the other one? We on uh, Anchor, Google, Apple, just about every streaming site. We're yeah, we kind of new to this. So SoundCloud like, you know, is coming this week as well. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah, spelled D-A-D-D-I-N-S-H-I-T. So check us out. And you can find me at Hikari Fleur, H-I-K-A-R-I-F-L-E-U-R-R on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Yeah. And it's been real. Appreciate y'all for having us, man. Nah, thank you for coming up. Good good conversation level. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Appreciate that. And we out.